Welcome to the Not Old Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and this is episode number 302. Today's show is sponsored by SnugSafe.com. Initially known as the National Senior Olympics, the National Senior Games, a member of the USOC, has been hosting senior athletes since 1987. Today, the National Senior Games has grown to one of the largest multi-sport events in the world. The vision has always been, instead of looking back as they get older, senior Olympians think about tomorrow. They think, I'll beat them next year. This kind of thing is good in every way. The National Senior Games, a 20-sport biennial competition for men and women 50 and over, is the largest multi-sport event in the world for seniors, and it promotes health and wellness for adults 50 and over through education, fitness, and sport. In 2019, the National Senior Games will be held in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and among the anticipated 10,000-plus athletes attending will be Chuck and Phil Milliman, father and son, pole vaulting Senior Games gold medalists. We spoke with Chuck Milliman last week, and today on the Not Old Better Show in Part 2, we'll be speaking with 66-year-old champion pole vaulter Phil Milliman, Chuck's son. Phil Milliman vaulted in high school, then took time away from vaulting, only to return at age 35, and he's been burning up the runways ever since. Both Chuck and Phil tell me the real goal in all this gold medal pursuit is to achieve good health and longevity. You'll enjoy both our episodes and conversation with father and son, and Phil is as engaging and enthusiastic as his father, Chuck. Truly, both Chuck and Phil are the very image of fitness and examples to us all about being not old, but better. Please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show, Phil Milliman. Phil Milliman, it is such a pleasure to speak with you today. Well, thank you. I said, uh, good, to spot, good to talk to you. It sounds like we have some interests in, in life that are similar. Yeah, I think so. And I, I am particularly interested in your, your life as a pole vaulter. I spoke with your father, Chuck, about being a late-in-life pole vaulter. You have done this really all your life. And, and so what does it mean to you to kind of continue uh, being active uh, at your age, at, at, uh, at any age, really? Well, I guess there's a number of factors of that. I, I found something I could do that was pretty exciting. You'd, I think we all want something in our life that makes us a little different than other people, that helps us on the days when we're having a down day, say, well, at least I did this. This, right. So uh, to me, that seems to drive a lot of the things I do. I'm not a great risk taker in life, uh, not a great adventurer, but but I I do feel a need, I guess, to do something a little different than other folks. So I, I began pole vaulting in high school and and uh, found that there wasn't much medium. I wasn't good enough to do it in college and, and later on, but there was eventually – I, there was a gap there between high school and about 35 where all of a sudden I had an opportunity to go to all comers meets where they had pole vaulting poles available. And all of a sudden I could restart it. So I always had the interest, but there was a, a difficulty finding equipment for a while. But one reason I keep this up is it's a great trick for yourself to keep motivated to stay in shape. I'm a strong believer that keep the blood flowing till the day you drop, mm-hmm. keep moving, keep something exciting about life keep uh, goals and motivations out there, um, partly because I watched people who didn't and they kind of fade away. And also because uh, there are things I enjoy. I enjoy the feeling of 
of, um, in a sense, flying over in, up in the air and landing on a soft pillow. There's nothing in life quite like that. <laughs> I, I watch pole vaulting. I, I, am, I have to say I'm a fan of tra- uh, track and field. And so I watch pole vaulting, and I think it, it, it's, it's one of the events that I think would be really uh, a, a fun one to do. And in fact, you, your first gold medal at the National Senior Games at age 60 in Houston uh, was was a big one for you, and and you refer to this idea of motivation. So I'm wondering, is the motivation that you have about about winning these pole vaulting events, or is it motivation to stay fit and uh, and kind of being fit enough to compete? Well, definitely not the winning part. Uh, I, I, as you know, I'm from the Northwest, so mm-hmm. Pete Carroll is a kind of a hero of mm-hmm. mine. Uh-huh. He he writes about you be the best, the very best you can be at what you do you may lose the game but you if you've done better than ever before then you won your own battle and, and my dad has run a lot of marathons and i've run a couple with him and in a marathon you're not beating anybody normally unless you're just some elite athlete you're you're, you're running against yourself and so my motivation has always been be the best i possibly can be and in pole vaulting pole vaulting is a unique sport because there's even a conference just on pole vaulting once each year in Reno because it's hmm. so complex that it takes physics, skill, speed, everything. And so even at my age and my dad's age, there's always something new to learn that keeps that improvement going. So many sports, you're always in a declining curve. Well, I, I've told other people that I've done, I've done the Western State Senior Games for over 10 years, and I've stayed about the same around six inches up or down for all those 10 years and that's partly because there's always something you can improve on even though your body is declining somewhat so to me it's staying fit having a great time uh one of the reasons i went to the national senior games honestly is i my dad was enjoying these sports so much and he qualified for them at the western state senior games that i said why not let's go have some fun together and so i i I, st- I started taking him to that game. It, was, it wasn't close, but it was close enough. We went to, uh, down in San- Santa Clara for one game, and there became a point where I said, I'd like to help my dad be able to do this the rest of his life if he wants to. If, it's only every two years. We can qualify and just go have a blast, and it's something he enjoys. Well, I started enjoying it too, and I've always told people, I get so tired of doing race support and stuff for him. I just want to go out and do something myself. So <laughs> so I, I started uh, doing that at the National Senior Games also. I love that sentiment. I would have... I would have loved competing at something with my father who, who passed away last October, but it must mean so much to you to do something that is so important. And, uh, and really, you, you, you both are examples now, but it's so important in so many ways with your father, Chuck. Yeah, you're getting me emotional now. It, it, is, <laughs> Sorry, it is true. We, <laughs> me too, we have a kind of a special relationship um, mm-hmm. uh, in many ways. He's, he's not that much older than me. Uh, uh, like 19, 20 years. And so we've kind of grown up together in some ways. And to do these things with him has been extra special. I mean, enormously special. Every day I, 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 I'm thankful that, that God has granted us one more year to be together as friends. And, and so we share a lot of stuff. Uh, we love to argue about stuff. There's almost anything one of us says, the other one will challenge him on it. And just just in fun. <laughs> and uh, in sports, he's always inspired us. He's been a hiker, uh, a kind of a casual climber, but inspired us in climbing and, and a runner. And he's been committed to running. And he just inspires the rest of our family. We're multi-generational athletes, really. Uh, start, kind of started with my mom and dad, both of them, love to run and, and get out there there and make us do things. Uh, you, my dad is a pastor. 
a retired pastor, and Sunday afternoons after church, we'd all be tired, and, and they'd say, get in the car, we're going to go for a ride. No, we don't want to go for a ride, we want to watch TV. No, you're going for a ride. And so we'd go out and do have some adventures somewhere, go on a hike up in the mountains or something, and and um, so those moments are just precious. And then doing these sporting events, you know, it's unbelievable to actually be able to share events with my dad. He and I both share the um, high jump and pole vault. I, I started high jumping once again because he ran so many events you had to hang around after the pole vaulting was done. So I figured, well, might as well take up high jumping. And I found <laughs> I wasn't all that bad at that. I've come in fourth uh, a couple times now at nationals, I think. We'll be right back with more on the National Senior Games and our interview with Phil Milliman. Many in our not old, better audience live alone, and living alone has lots of benefits. Sometimes, solitary is exactly what you need, but living alone is about more than just peace and quiet. Living alone is about being safe, too. Often, those who live alone would feel a lot safer, generally, if there was someone there as a precaution. Thankfully, if you own a mobile device, you're never truly alone. If you have an ongoing concern for your personal safety, there are personal safety services that offer live monitoring, like Snug Safety. Snug Safety is a friendly, daily check-in service that provides peace of mind for individuals who live alone. Snug Safety checks in with you every day, and if they don't receive a response from you, they will notify your emergency contacts and send for help. If you live on your own and are worried about safety issues, Snug Safety could be a useful solution. The makers say to think of the app as a modern medical alert that is designed to be positive, proactive, and friendly. The free plan includes alerting emergency contacts, and if you check in by your scheduled time on your iPhone app, the app gives you an awesome quote of the day to start the day positively. I've signed up for Snug Safety, the free plan, and while I don't live alone, there are lots of reasons to use the app for alerts and just the positive message alert. Today, my quote of the day message was appropriate. It wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. That's from Howard Ruff. An upgrade to the free service is available to a dispatch plan when a personal dispatcher will call or coordinate a wellness check to the individual's last known location. The plan with a professional dispatcher is $9.99 a month, so pick whatever is right for your needs. Peace of mind with Snug, a personal dispatcher with Snug, emergency contacts including law enforcement are alerted, so just go to the website snugsafe.com or the app store and look for Snug Safe. Remember today's quote, it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. This quote is asking you to take it to the next level, and that's what I'm suggesting too. Noah was tipped off that the flood was coming, but life doesn't always work that way. Take precautions, use your common sense, and again, check out snugsafe.com. Thanks, everybody. And now, back to our program with National Senior Games gold medalist, Phil Milliman. We are with Phil Milliman. Phil Milliman is speaking to us from his home in Squim, Washington. Well, what was it like for you in 2017 to to both win gold medals in a national competition, uh, you know, each in your own age division? Well, my dad had won them once before, and as we talked about, I had won one once before too, and it became a slight little glimmer there that it might just be possible that both of us could win a gold medal. Um, we were both vaulting fairly well, not great, but fairly well. We were healthy, no, not injured. And um, 
it became uh, apparent that we could do it. And we went to uh, Birmingham, and it was a super, super hot set of days. We were vaulting, and just don't know how you're going to do. And and uh, my dad went out and won, and, and he – uh, nobody, I think he, he tells people, everybody was afraid to to vault against him th- that year as nobody nobody showed up in his age category. And usually there's one or two people. And he went out and vaulted quite well, actually. The uh, next couple ages down, he would have been second or third or fourth in those age divisions. So he, he actually had a great day. And then when I was vaulting, super hot and, and just trying to hang in there, just do what you can to vault. And just do your best, right? Uh, not to win, but but if we won, it'd be kind of cool. And so when I won that, it was just amazing. We had some family members with us, and and uh, we we thought this is this is something we never dreamed of. We never dreamed of any doing anything the national level first of all ever until we actually did, and then never dreamed of actually doing the same event, gold medals for both of us at the same games. That was unheard of. But I just had before we went, I thought you know this is. Possibly, if all the kind of dice rolled a certain way and we all had good days, it was possible. We're, we're competitive, and you know, so we're there's always a chance that somebody won't show up or, or somebody won't have a good day. You know, so we did okay. It was really fun. Yeah, it sounds really fun. As I say, I I certainly would have enjoyed that uh, with with my own father. I love these kinds of stories. The stories of the uh, you know winning at these national senior games at uh, at a at a more uh, you know advanced age, and so. I also like the fact that uh, in my research, I found that you you are giving back, and and I know you're coaching at the high school level, and you're actually co- coaching on uh, pole vaulting. Do you coach seniors too, or or are you too competitive with them? <laughs> as you probably already gathered, not too yeah. competitive. Uh, yeah. You know, pole vaulting as a sport has been one of the most cooperative sports there is. You actually have to. It's, it's the fr- rules are frustrating because pole vaulters. It is such a difficult sport to master that everybody's trying to help each other. And I have never been in a competition of pole vaulting where people have not been willing to just give everything they've got to make the person beside them a better vaulter. It makes it outstanding sport, the best I've ever ever seen. And when. Uh, I'm with the seniors. We're helping each other like crazy. My biggest problem is we're few and far between, right? So I have friends over in the Seattle area, and every time we meet, we're coaching each other up like crazy, all of us. And 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 uh, they do sometimes look to me for ideas on help. There's two or three of us who are um, kind of coaches and helping our friends, but it's so I'm so far apart from them now, especially since I moved out to Squim, that uh, don't get to coach them on a regular basis. But we do enjoy our company when we do get together. That's wonderful. I wonder, how expensive is pole vaulting? Well, that's an interesting question. <laughs> the, pole themse- the poles themselves run about 400 to $600. And but you can get a used pole for about fifty bucks, so not very expensive. It's more grasping an opportunity and running with it. The harder part is having a place to land. So when I was a kid, I learning I I just for some reason I liked pole vaulting since I was a little child. So we go to the beach and find driftwood pieces of logs and and I'd use them to jump with and get my sister and brother to hold uh, and, and to hold strings for me. I'd jump over them and little by little you start getting high enough where you'd like to have something to land. So as a, especially as a senior. You wait till like all comers meets or organized competitions at like UW has some things. I haven't been to any of them myself. They just don't fit my schedule very well. But there's also training camps and things where you actually have a pole vault pit. But at about, and I can't even tell you when it was, it'd probably be about 10 or 15 years ago, I 
managed to get a used old rundown pole vault pit from a high school. And um, so I brought it over to my property over here in Squim and set it up. And we've been vaulting on that. And then that wore out. So I found another one that actually some relatives who I didn't even know they pole vaulted or kids pole vaulted. They had acquired a pit from a high school. And so when their kids graduated, I went over and acquired their pit and put it on my property. So now I'm vaulting on my second generation pole vault pit. So I have an advantage over almost uh, all, there's kind of two levels of, of senior pole vaulters in the nation. Those who have a pit and those who don't have a pit. Those who don't have a pit are at an incredible disadvantage. And I was that way for years. And when I got a pit, both my dad and I can go out and train on it any sunny day in the summertime and spring and fall and just to enjoy our time together and goof around. And so um, uh, the pole vaulting pit is typically free except for the U-Haul truck and the moving <laughs> difficulties. The pole vaulting pulls themselves, if you're imaginative, they're not very expensive. Uh, I will tell you, though, that I watch my weight closely so that I can stay within the range of the poles I own. <laughs> and and you'll, you'll, you'll talk to people and they'll say, well, Phil says he's trying to lose weight and, and he's already skinny. And I go, well, I don't want to have to move up to a bigger pole. I have to buy new poles. It's interesting to know. I had no... I no real idea about that part. Say if we can overcome the issue of the pole vault pit, if we can find some inexpensive equipment, what what advice do you give to people that are interested in starting? So with pole vaulting, I believe almost anyone who – you have to be able, of course, to be able to run a little bit and be able to grab and hold your own weight on a pole. And those things are challenges for many people. But for active people, almost anyone can pole vault. Um, I'm a strong believer in that. It's just so, there's so much technique. It's more a matter of faith in yourself. Can you turn your? Can you jump up in the air and not be afraid of dying? Can you be okay with falling onto a pad? And um, so the fear factor is the biggest factor in pole vaulting. So our message to people is: if you can overcome your survival instinct, we will safely because we practice safety in everything we do, we'll, we can safely get you pole vaulting up in the air. And it's a thrilling thought. So I would say to anybody, don't be afraid to start. And just think of it as grabbing a pole and jumping in a nice soft pillow. If you can think of it that way, it's a great way to go. I also read about you that you're a competitive pickleball player too. So I wonder, do you play doubles with your dad? And, and, then, and then tell us, what do you prefer, pickleball or track and field? <laughs> you know, I love I love comp competitive sports, team sports, and um, so pickleball I just love. Played a, a couple hours last night and three hours on Saturday, and and uh, my dad and my wife both. I'm trying to get them to play pickleball. They're both beginners. They enjoy it when they play it, but it's not their primary motivation in life. Uh, I enjoy it. I love almost any sport that I can participate in. Uh, pole vaulting is kind of like a number one priority. Pickleball is a very close second. I've played a lot of pickleball over the years, really enjoy it, especially doubles. Doubles is a very tactical game. So um, the question which you prefer is kind of like, is it fun and is there people involved? Then yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played it yet, but it, it looks like a lot of fun. I played tennis as a boy and I played mm -hmm. ping pong as a there boy. There you go. That's exactly <laughs> what I would tell people. Pickleball is a combination of ping pong and tennis. It looks yeah. like a lot of fun. It, it's one of the fastest growing sports in the United States and very big at the national games. If you ever get a chance to go, it's fun to go watch them there. I'm hoping to go, actually. I am hoping to go this year. I would love to be there. I'd love to meet you. I know you're, you're very busy, Phil Milliman. So I really, I just have one final question for you. Besides the sheer joy of defying gravity and, and then, of course, being with the other athletes, 
What keeps you motivated? Setting a goal and trying to do something different, I think, are two things that keep me going. I, I want to be healthy till the day I drop, if that's possible. Whatever state I'm going to be in, I'm going to try to be the best I can at that state. I always tell people, if I have to stop pole vaulting, then I'll t- take up chess. And I, I can still beat my dad. Not I can't beat much many other people, but I can beat my dad. And, and so keeping motivated is... is um, setting a goal out there and wanting to be healthy so your quality of life will be better. I'm highly committed to that. I, I, there's a, I hope I can repeat this properly, but it's kind of like an Irma, Irma Bombeck saying. It's at the end of life, uh, I don't want to come in one of those tired people who kind of falls off the edge. I, I want to slide up and right to the edge and say, whoopee, what a ride. And that's, 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 that's where I want to be. I, I want to keep healthy. I'm a strong believer that exercise, consistent exercise, keeps your body in shape and helps fight off the the things that you're of the old age related activities. Well, Phil Milliman, competitive athlete at the National Senior Games. What a pleasure it's been to talk to you. Your your enthusiasm, your vigor, it should uh, it should it should really give all of our audience uh, this desire to go out and find an activity and, and pursue it to be to be just as you describe your personal best. But Phil Milliman, thank you so much for your time today. And good luck in well, the games coming much. up. Absolutely. Thank you very much. We're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it, too. Thank you, Phil. All right. Take care. Remember, you can listen to part one with Phil's father, Chuck, on the Not Old Better websites and all podcast directories. Check out our show notes for more information on the National Senior Games with links and other details. My thanks to SnugSafe.com for all their help with sponsorship and CoinPR for making the show come together. My thanks to you, our wonderful not old better show audience talk about better the not old better show thanks everybody